1: Ladies and gents, welcome back once again. All things covered with Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden. P2 and BMAC is what they call us. Welcome to the show. Another episode for you guys to hopefully enjoy. Granted, it's not as entertaining as it is when you're talking about a win, but unfortunately, it was a loss. That is the life of the National Football League. So on this episode, Pat P, we will be recapping what you got.
2: And I said, Talk to me.
1: Yeah, we will be recapping the loss against the Jacksonville Jaguars this past Sunday. They're in Accusure Field, Accusure Stadium. And we will be previewing a short week because guess what? A national opportunity for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thursday night football, they're in Pittsburgh against the revamped. Tennessee Titans, to say the least, because they have a new quarterback and Will Levis looked real good in his first start against the Atlanta Falcons. There's a lot we will talk about in regards to that matchup. But before we get there, we got to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguar game. Jags recap, Jags win 20 to 10. My prediction was 29 to 20. Okay, the only thing I was close with, clearly I was off because I p- predicted the Steelers to win. Uh, but I was pretty close in the margin of victory. You know, they actually won by 10. I had you guys winning by nine. Um, so most importantly, I was off with who won. I gotta get better with my prediction. And you guys gotta help me make my prediction right. And that will happen this week. Pat P, before we get really involved in the ball game, the previous game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, I was up there this past weekend. In attendance, unfortunately, I didn't have my rabbit foot with me. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say, man, the rabbit, the rabbit, the rabbit foot didn't bring his foot, man. <laughs> rabbit foot they bring the foot, no question. And why is a rabbit foot supposed to be lucky? It's the it's the end of a rabbit foot. That means a rabbit had to be punished. It did. like right.
0: That don't yeah. make sense.
1: Like a rabbit gotta foot, that a means an sand. innocent rabbit had to be punished. Yeah, it gotta be a southern saying. Yeah, and why would a rabbit foot be lucky when a rabbit had to be punished? I don't know. But that's weird. But I didn't bring my rabbit foot. You're right. And unfortunately, you didn't have the luck that you needed to have to win. But there was a good, it was a good weekend leading up to the ball game to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh the hall of honors, Pat P, have you visited the Hall of Honors Museum in the stadium? I have not. You haven't? Boy, mm-hmm. listen, bruh. And for all our listeners and our viewers that are checking us out, man, listen, if you're in Pittsburgh, if you're visiting Pittsburgh, if you live there, please go visit the Hall of Honors Museum. The only other hall that's better than what we have there in AccuSure Stadium is the Hall in Canton, Ohio, Mm -hmm. like the NFL Hall of Fame. The Hall of Honor Museum, man, it has so much quality content for you to read, to watch. I mean, jerseys helmets iconic pictures and it's extremely spacious i was so surprised about the space in regards to having everything there i mean you know there's so much tradition pat p you know you talk about the 60s 70s the 80s and 90s and still adding on man it highlighted all the great legendary players since the beginning up until this point i mean helmets shoulder pads jerseys telling stories telling uh, talking about giving people behind the game their flowers. Man, it, it was a dope experience. And because of that, you know, we had four new members go into the Hall of Honors. You know, two of those members were uh, my teammates and Aaron Smith and uh, James Harrison. As you saw, James Harrison came out of the tunnel like he's ready. James Harrison, he, I don't know what type of weights he's lifting. He don't even lift weights. I think he just eat them. I think he put them <laughs> in his shirt because he, that man, he, he, he is a weight. Basically. But we were up there. A lot of former guys were there. You know, myself, you know, Joey Porter, Senior, Troy Palomalu, Ike Taylor, uh Kiso, Big Ben. Man, we were deep. 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 I think we had a nice championship like flag team. So if anybody wanted to see us, you know, playing some flag football, I think we had not enough guys to play some flag football. <laughs> But that, that was a good experience, and as I stated, you know, James Harrison came out of the tunnel, got a chance to interact with a lot of fans, so that was a great experience. But like I said, the Hall of Honor Museum right there in AccuSure Stadium, man, one of the best experiences you would you will have as a football fan, especially if a fan of, fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, let's transition to the game. Before we get into the game, there's some things I want to get off my chest, because I can't get fine because I'm not a player. The referees did a horrible job. Horrible job. Not saying that's the reason why the Pittsburgh Steelers won. I mean lost, but it was it didn't help them in, in regards to winning that ball game. There's a lot of things that I'm I am i am confused about. Uh for one, roughing the passer. I thought it was a generic written rule for quarterbacks and being tossed or slammed through the turf. Heck, we saw Tua Valoa get concussed last year because he was slammed through the turf. So we thought based on how they call the game, the officials, when you see a, a quarterback throw down. To the turf in a violent form and, and landing on him, top of him. And landed on top of him. That should be a that should be a penalty, especially when the man is injured. Like, like so, so we saw a rough and the passer penalty against Trevor Lawrence. That was called clearly. I felt that was not warranted. But then when you look at Kenny Pickett getting hit, so you're thinking and assuming as a fan, oh, a flag gotta be coming. No right. flag. And the man is injured. The man's shoulder is was injured because he got thro- th- he, he was thrown to the ground in a violent fashion on his shoulder. And then the man landed on his ribs. So referees, what, what I, at some point in time, this is how I feel about the game. I understand people might say, well, it might make the game longer. Some of these personal files should be reviewed. Some of these personal file penalties, the same can be said for some PI penalties should be reviewed. I feel like moving forward, the rules committee should implement a reviewable challenge for a for each team. You have one opportunity to review a penalty that's going against you, or that did not go against you, right? So, my example would be on that penalty, the play with Kenny when he, there was no flag call. That should be reviewed. We should look at that again and see, should that warrant a flag? Because clearly when roughing up The same can be said for the roughing up passer against us. That should be reviewed. You should have an opportunity to review that, at least one. But that was bogus. And then right before halftime, Boz, I'm sorry, Boz. I said you was going to miss an extra point, but I didn't mean a field I, goal attempt. I, what I
2: said, man? What but Pat, I that say? was a
1: 60-plus yard. Don't put that I on, don't
2: man. care.
1: Put that what on. did I say, man?
2: What did I say?
1: I didn't want to talk about that. I was just trying to get to the play. The penalty can't, that's all. But I, 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 I'm trying to get to the penalty. Right, offsides on a guard, on on a field goal team, not the field
2: goal defense. I thought the defense can only be offsides, though.
1: They, 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 so they said that guard lined up offsides, and then when you see it, when they drew the actual line of scrimmage, they had their in-man was offsides. But that's
2: what I'm saying. I thought yes, defenders could be, can become off not an offensive line.
1: That was horrible. And at that time, it was a close game. It was like a you know a, a mini nail it was biter. Nine, it was nine three. You go in the half down nine six. You go in the half down nine six. Offensively, they really didn't do anything against your defense. Our offense didn't do anything against their defense. But it's a, it's it's a two quarter ball game, and who knows? That that was a momentum shifter if we were able to make that play, make that yeah. make that three points. Referees, I mean, and then you know what I hate, Pat P, listeners and audience, I hate when they come out and say they got it wrong. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> How y'all going to tell us on Tuesday and Wednesday y'all got it wrong? <laughs> what? what? They the did the Colts like doing? that last week against the Browns. They yeah. led to the Browns winning that ball game, by the way. Right? Oh, we got it wrong. We missed that. I wish it was
2: that simple for us as players. Yeah. What the league has to do, man, is they have to hire these guys full time, so they can continue, continue to look at film, continue to look at calls, continue to look at motions, to have a study guide on certain players, because these guys yeah. got regular nine to fives. They're not worried about getting not not saying all of them don't, but they're yeah. not. They have a a nine to five job, so they're. Yeah. Their nine to five job, they're focused on their nine to five. They're not so solely focusing on how to referee a game or if they got to get if they got to call bad on you know how they could become better. Maybe they do, but I feel like if they give these guys a full time job, and I guess it would have to up their you know their pay or whatever, but to make the game better and not have these continuing uh continua uh continuing conversation Mistakes. Oh, tuesdays of oh i just, got it wrong or the game and these these games are too precious in this moment of the season where we're playing an afc opponent where this can come down to if we get in the playoff or not or seeding you know it, it it's a lot that can lay you know that, that lays on this on this one game that just happened so you always want to make sure that the game is being officiated you feel the right way
1: it was it was hard that 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 play right before half was cl- I, I was like what a guard hey like, really i never i never seen that called in all of my days of being a part what of that about guy. that pi early oh the pi on lane
2: no the one on um yeah on lane germ uh what's the name is guard I'm, um jp
1: no it wasn't jp it was 42 so it, was was JP? 40- it was 42 it was 42 Jamie Pierre. Pierre, yeah, bitch. Pierre, my bad. Yeah, that mm-hmm. PI on Pierre on the third down, stopping early in the first half. That was bogus. I don't know. Y'all pissed somebody off. I don't know who it was. Y'all pissed somebody off, either a player or a coach. Because they, they started off on the wrong end of the wrong end <laughs> of the stick. They started off that PI third down. That led to that first field goal attempt, by the way, if I'm not mistaken. That led yeah. to the first field goal attempt. That right there was bogus because he, he went around him. Didn't really make any significant contact that warranted right. anything to be called. Great play by Pierre. Stepping in. You know, playing some substantial snaps, by the way. Played some real good football. I mean, like, come on, bro. Like, what we doing? Like, I, I don't know. that. But, but, yeah, the field goal joint. The kitty pickett. Now nah, quarterback down bad because he got slammed through the turf. And there was no right. penalty call. If that would have been Pat Mahomes, penalty for sure. For sure. Jalen Hurts. To a tongue of our Lord. <clears throat> hey, we, they treated Trevor Lawrence with with, with, with much uh, caution than Kenny Pickett. And the man was injured. And like I said, we know when you're tackling or sacking or hitting a quarterback, they don't want you to violently throw them to the ground, and they don't want you to land on them with your force. Both cases, in both cases, I that did. happened to Kenny. Yeah. Deontay Johnson didn't hold back. They were calling – this is coming from Deontay Johnson, by the way. They were they was calling some stupid stuff. They should get fined for calling bad, making worse, terrible calls and stuff like that. That's how pissed I am. They cost us the game. I don't care what nobody say. They cost us the game. They must get paid. They must have got paid good today or something, but they blew. they blew that field goal. That hurt us coming into half. No question. They needed that. Yeah. Well, Deontay, you said what you said. I don't disagree with you, um, but probably going to get fine. He said what he said. <laughs> he said what he said. Uh, Micah Fitzpatrick went down. Uh, He went down in the in the Browns game, and you were able to survive that game, but went down after just eight snaps on Sunday versus the Jags. What type of blow is it when you lose a guy like Micah?
2: Man, that's a big blow, man. Um. Because we all know that what Mika means to this defense, um, you know his his presence on the field, him just being that quarterback of the secondary, making sure guys are lined up correctly, making sure we're in our proper checks. Um, and he's the longest tender in the secondary that's been here, so he understands. There's still a way he understands, you know, the way to go about um, our business each and every day. You know how we need to prepare. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a big blow. You know, I still don't know how long he'll be out, but I just a ham, found out a hamstring is triggered. Yeah, I just found out that he'll be out for sure Thursday. So um just wishing the best. You know, I know I know he's gonna do everything in his power to get back as quick as possible, but this is a blow. Um that that that's really, really big for us, man. So hopefully he's not out too long and we yeah. have the right guys backing him up. That's gonna um you know, feel that void until he uh, until he get back some, back into the
1: starting lineup. So, so with the absence of Mick, uh, do you see yourself moving around more? So at the safety spots, you know, we saw a lot of movement for you. Not this last ball game, we saw you inside a lot. But the game, mm-hmm. who do you play? The Rams. You know, yeah. we saw you moving around a lot. You play safety quite a few snaps yeah. against the Rams. So. Do you visualize? Do you believe that as a chance for you to kind of get in the back end a little bit, with especially with uh Mika not being there?
2: Um, probably. You know, just just thinking about it and just seeing how how I feel, how successful how successful we
1: was. Hold on, let me ask you that. this though. No, 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 let me let me. Would you want to? Like, would I mean, you be yeah, okay? I mean, yeah, would with do, being in the back end a little bit. Yeah, I, mean, I want to do whatever
2: you know I can do to help this team win, man, because that's what it's all about for me at this stage of my career. Yeah. I just want to win. You know, mm-hmm. it's nothing like that feeling of winning ball games, and it never gets old, <laughs> you know? So as long as God give me the, you know, the will and, and the determination to wake up and, uh, you know, prepare for a team each and every, uh, each and a given Sunday, I'm all in, you know? So mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, you know, the coaching staff see that best fits us, you know, I'm all in for it. So, if that's playing safe, that's playing inside or it's playing outside solely. You know, I'm all in for it. Yeah. I just think, you know, the Steelers the, for giving me the opportunity to, to be a ball player, man, to be to have that feeling of, you know, being involved into the game plan, you know, just not being a solely cornerback because, you know, that's what I did, you know, for the, the early part of my football career in high school, mm-hmm. league, things like that, just being more involved in the game, and they're giving me that opportunity
1: to do that. Let's talk about the defense, man. Um, Even with the absence of Mika, I mean, you guys <laughs> played some real good football, especially in the first half. You know, the defense gave the offense opportunities in the first half. You forced Jacksonville to three field goals. Uh, He had two red zone turnovers. That's huge. Yeah. Two red zone turnovers. So tell us a little bit about the vibe for the defense. Because in totality, it was only that splash play they completed to Travis ETN that kind of led to them being in prime in a prime position to win that ball game outside of that y'all play good football, man. So mentally, yeah. man, what was, what was the vibe for you guys defensively? Cause like I said, you forced two red zone turnovers. You made them settle for yeah. field goals and that's what you want. That's, that's, that's what you want. Yeah. I mean, you, you've been in this
2: organization, you've been on the defensive side of the ball, um you know, with this organization, you, you know what still defense means and, you know, their whole operation of fighting for every blade of grass. And, yeah, you know, if you're on the grass, you have an opportunity to make a play, you know, so guys really take that to heart, you know, so each and every time we step out on the field, we we just, it's an opportunity for someone to become, you know, great or, you know, the playmaker for us on that series, you know, so in, in each and in, 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 in those drives, they had a little something going but no one ever blinked you know we just looked around you know at one another and it was, it was like who's gonna make the play can't be afraid yeah. to make the play you know those just some of the conversations that was going on uh in the huddle uh before each and uh each and uh every one of those plays was uh, was made so um you know guys just you know, really take that being, being, being on a stiller defense, really take that heart of, of of trying to put out our best performance each and every day, because we also understand that, you know, we cannot, you know, give up big plays. We cannot yeah. let score easily. We have to make them work for, you know, we have to make splash plays to shorten the field for our offense uh, or even score with it, you know, um, if, uh, if it comes down to that. So, Mm-hmm. Um, guys just understand what playing on this still of defense means and uh, it's, it's, it's truly important to us to put a good effort out there each and every time we step on the football field
1: I mean y'all play good, y'all only gave up one touchdown like <clears throat> you gave up one touchdown, shots out to whoever, whoever had Jacksonville Jaguars kick kicker on their fantasy team because he gave you he gave you a lot of production you gave it one touchdown, that, that splash play to Travis ETN, what happened on that play it looked like it was a cover two and from my from my viewpoint, KZ just missed had a bad angle. You know what I mean, bad angle, and you know that led to the opportunity. But you know, outside of that, Pat y'all play good football. Yeah, yeah, I, I play like good did. football, I feel like we bro. Some good ball, for, uh, good football. But
2: as a defense, those are plays that we got to get out of our system, though. You know, moving forward, you know, I just feel like you know that's something that's really. Hindering us from from being, you know, a really elite defense. You yeah. Know, you, just early on in the season, we gave up, you know. I mean, I, I really feel like they're going, they're going down, but we have to get them off our tape in totality. If you got to. Yeah, if we want to be as and, good as we want
1: to be. So and until the offense become more of a consistent, productive group, you got to play lights out. Yes. You have no window, window for an error right now. That's just the reality right. of it. We watch the right. game, you're a part of the game. That's the reality of it. You know, guys like Quan Alexander, Nick Harbert, Herbig, you know, play big-time football. Cole Holcomb, Keanu Neal, you know, DeMonte Casey. I mean, you got some guys that really surface and play some pretty good football. You just can't allow those type plays, especially knowing that the consistency is not quite there yet with the, with, with the offense. And I'll say this. Yeah, from afar, as a fan, it's a hard watch right now watching the offense. It's a hard watch. The first few drives... The first few drives, offensively, for our offense was a telling tale of what the entire game was going to look like. The first, the first few plays, the first three plays, actually. And Dick LeBeau used tell us all the time when he was coaching us as the defenders. He said the two most important possessions of a football game is the first possession and the first possession after halftime. Those are the two most important possessions because that can usually jumpstart you, right? Think about sure. this. The first seam shot to Deontay, If that's completed, we're in the plus 50 now. Right. That was flipped. the first play. Yeah. He was open. Just didn't complete the play didn't complete the play. That would have been a pr- Right now we got momentum now. Out the gate. Right. But the miscue that led to the incompletion led to a second down play where we got sacked. That led to 10. a third down play. Uh, yeah. That was third and long. They were
2: ball. I think Najee got hit in the backfield.
1: Yeah, well, it it was a negative play. We didn't get positive. So for us, you know, fans, everybody, they complain about our offense night and day. And rightfully so, because the standard is a standard. But I'm going to tell you like this, nothing changing in in regards to coaching is not happening right now. So for players, you just got to do better. You got to find a way to do better. Individually speaking, everybody got to do better. Hold each other accountable. Have those tough meetings amongst each other and say, "Man, bro, we gotta do better. We tripping. I gotta block better. I'm getting my behind whooped right now, but I know I'm better. I gotta, I gotta run better. I gotta throw better. I gotta catch better. I gotta do all of the th- that's just the hard. That's the harsh reality about the game of football. Cause you know when you don't have a good game. I know heck mm-hmm. when I used to have a bad game, well, I used to feel like I was sick, like my stomach hurt, man. And I used to hate having to watch that tape. Yeah. Boy, I used to hate to have watched that tape, boy. Especially when I first got in the league, boy, we had Bill Cowan. He put that red dot on you. Oh right Boy, I feel like I couldn't get up my own way, boy. What are you doing, B Mac? What are you doing? <laughs> what, are you <laughs> what are you doing, B Mac? <laughs> what are you looking at? Didn't you still to have contain? How is he getting outside you? Right. <laughs> but that's the harsh realities. Yo, know I mean, so it is what it is, but we gotta find a way, we gotta find a way to get things going and to do it, do it in a consistent way. You know what I mean, and we're undefeated in that division. And our fans, they 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 kill Matt Canada week in and week out, and deserving so because the standard is a standard. It wouldn't be Pittsburgh, it wouldn't be Steelers if they fans didn't complain when they don't see what they supposed to see. You know what I mean? That's why we got six sticky Lombardies. That's why we got a, a museum, a hall of greatness because guys set the standard. And when you put that jersey on, it goes to a whole nother level. The expectations, the spotlight goes to a whole nother level, man. So it. it the one thing that bothered me as a former Steeler, when I saw Andrew Wingard, when he caught the interception, he grabbed a terrible towel. Yeah. That made, always, that, yeah. That made me feel some type of way. Boy, yeah. if I, boy listen, if I'd have been in my younger days, I might have just went out there, man, and tried to get me a flag. I'm just going to hit somebody for no reason. I just – just and tell one of y'all vets, man, take care of this $15,000 fat. Fine, I'm about to, I'm about to just <laughs> – because you know <laughs> I'm a young boy, I can't I can't afford to have that up my check. But I'm about to just run into somebody for no reason, bro. For no reason, because that I felt I'm gonna tell you when we did we had that experience with Cincinnati when TJ Husmanzada did it to us, man. And we finally got a chance to play them again in the playoffs. Bill Call showed that. And then who would have thought a freaking terrible towel will feel like family? And man, we got fired up, bro. And we it, it 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 became personal. But you know what? Who knows? who, who knows what can happen throughout the rest of the way when playoffs come. Might have to see them people again. Yeah, man, I hope. I hope so. You might have to see them Jacksonville Jaguars again. So we just gotta wait and see, but it is what it is. There's a week to bounce back. And with that being said, we gonna take a quick break. Bounce back game happens Thursday. Get the bad taste out your mouth. You don't have to wait a full week to get the bad taste of losing the Jacksonville out of your mouth. You get opportunity Thursday night football against the Titans. Right back at it, baby. It's only a kick.
0: A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
1: There's a deadline trade deadline on Tuesday. Is definitely a more active day than when you entered the league. Is there a different mood around the locker room? You know, knowing the trade deadline is right around the corners. You know, it's, it's here, and before you guys play, either you guys will have the same guys in the locker room getting ready for Tennessee, or you might have a new face here or there. You know, what's the what's what's your expectation? Um, man,
2: you never know with this league, man. You you just have to. It's a day to day league. You know, you just never know what guys are going to be in the locker room, but what guys are not going to be in the locker room. Um, you know, whatever Omar um, and, and Coach Tomlin feel like it's going to help us better, I'm, I'm sure that they're going to make the the proper move. move. Um, but I, I don't, truly, I don't, you know, see any, any moves, any real big moves being made, in my opinion.
1: I'm right there with you, but who knows? We know Omar seems to be pretty aggressive. Uh, so who knows, but I can tell you this much, man, whatever happens, you know, what's in front of you. You know what you got to do. You know, you're 33 years old right now, Pat P. Yep. What the dude from Cleveland said called you old. <laughs> I, said, I can't care that. He called you old. You're 33. In football years, you're like a dog. You're old, right. dog. you're old uh, St. Bernard or something like that. Uh, <laughs> One <laughs> but of I dogs did, that live for a while, huh? No question. How do you approach a short week, man? You you know, being at this stage in your career? Man, hell well, this is my
2: be my 13th Thursday night game, you know. So uh, yeah, because uh, you played in yeah, a Thursday night
1: game at least every at least once
2: every year in your career. yeah. So and we got two of them this year. So I'm
1: gonna yeah, be yeah, I got two of them. Lord's willing
2: playing in 14 of them this this season. But you know, honestly, just just trying to catch up on trying to kick my feet up as much as I can, just trying to get the blood circulate through my legs, mm-hmm. getting early, pretty much bumping everything up earlier yeah. uh, in the week than, uh, than it would be later in the week. You know, so I get my massage uh, tomorrow. You know, I normally get that like on a Wednesday or, or a Thursday, depending on what activities the kids have going on, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have to get my, you know, my IV, you know, I get that uh, tomorrow as well. On what Tuesday. does the IV do for you? Uh just give me my my vitamin my vitamins and minerals that I need for you know my body to to recover uh-huh. and, uh, being able to bounce back for another um game on the on a, on the following Sunday. You know, so just giving me like a B twelve for energy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I get some B and things like that. Yeah I gotta get some B twelve too. My B twelve don't <laughs> hit like yo you got that expensive stuff that how much the IV is peppy yeah, about about 400. Yeah, I'm going to go get my B- B12 from Publix or Kroger. <laughs> 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 I'm not doing that. But th- that's what it takes though. That's why you've been able to last as long as you last. You know, you spend money on your body, you you, you it's like, you know, investing in yourself and, and the investment has surely paid off. Will Levis, right? You know who Will right. Levis is, Pat P? Yeah, I know who Will Levis is. That's the guy who like muster in his in his uh mayo
2: Mayonnaise, mayonnaise. My bad. Mayonnaise,
1: mayonnaise, mayonnaise. Yeah, what's the proper way to call it? Is it mayo or mayonnaise? Well, like, what's the the best way? Like, mayo, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is the is the correct way to say it. Who told you that? How you know? Because that's what it say on
2: a jar. It don't say no mayo. It says mayonnaise. I seen jars with mayo, with the word mayo. Because right, you you seen Miracle Whip? That Miracle Whip says oh, mayo.
1: But it's the same thing. It's Miracle Whip the same it thing is, as mayonnaise. But
2: on a bottle, on a bottle. Is, is mayonnaise, man. That's the right.
1: That's the right way you said. it. End of mm. discussion. I like mayo. I don't want to say the whole mayonnaise. I don't like mayonnaise. Mayonnaise sound like it doesn't taste good. I like mayo. You like I mayo? I don't like mayonnaise anyway. You don't put on none of your food. You don't, like light mayonnaise? I don't want to taste it, man. So back in the day, and don't act like I'm the only one who used to do this. I used to eat bologna no. sandwiches. You didn't have to put mayonnaise damn, in your bologna. I don't sandwich? eat no damn bologna sandwich. No. You eat
2: bologna sandwiches. Man, garbage, man. My grandpa used to eat that bologna sandwich, man. I was like, uh, Papa, what is I this, I know you man. weird.
1: I know you've been weird. You don't like Waffle House. And you don't like bologna. And you grew up man, in Pompano. In and you, ham and cheese. Ham, and cheese, you ham and, grew cheese, up, and cheese. You grew up in Pompano Beach, Florida. So, so My what said, aunt, a, my that's aunt that's who from Carolina, your grandma. Yes. And Uncle Buster. And I know they love bologna. Fried bologna. They probably fried that thing and put a slit I in one of the sides. It, and you didn't eat it? it.
2: Yeah, no, weird. give me a ham. My
1: grandma already knew. Ham. Little Pat's coming over. He
2: want ham and cheese. He don't eat no bologna. He don't eat no bologna. He don't eat eggs. What? Yeah. What type of alien are you? You don't eat eggs. And you eat. What is bologna meat, Matt? tell me what. What does bologna? I don't know.
1: I just it was exactly. good to me at that time. I enjoyed it. <laughs> exactly. I don't eat it now. But growing up, that's a childhood thing because I that was one of the first things I can make. First of all, home, what does it taste time. like?
2: What does bologna? It taste like? It's meat. What does bologna taste like?
1: Heck, I don't bologna. Know.
2: <laughs> you know what Coach say? That's yeah. bologna.
1: That's hey. what bologna tastes like. Bologna. Hey, you weird, right? You don't like waffles? How you grew up? Oh, what man. how you in Grow up eating bologna? Shots out to all my bologna sandwich eaters out there from back in the day Damn. in the eighties, man. Damn you fried that bologna Pretty when you got of age, man. but when you wasn't the age, you had to put get some bread, put a little bit of mayo, mayonnaise on the bread, put your Peanut two of bologna. Man. You want to you want to put some cheese on that thing? You got you a full course meal. And some potato chips and Doritos. Butter
2: protein, man, Peanut butter, jelly, toasted bread. Did I put I, my peanut, I, I butter I peanut butter. I eat peanut butter. I bologna you. sandwich? Yeah, uh-huh. you weird, bro. You got you guys. Nah, no, man. I ain't eat right. no bologna sandwich, man.
1: I, I don't know what's going on with you. Yeah, I think you. I don't know. But Will Levis had a massive debut against Atlanta. 233, 38 yards, four touchdowns. He had a huge, huge connection with uh, quite a few different connections with a guy you've been to battle against DeAndre Hopkins, um, mm-hmm. third player in NFL history with four passing TDs in his NFL debut. Marcus Mariota, Fran targeting, also did so. Man, so how do you prepare for a quarterback that has only one start? You look at do you look at any college tape, like in that in that scenario. No, nah,
2: we too deep in the season for that. Yeah, <laughs> we too far in the season for for college tape. I, you know, I'm, obviously he has some preseason tape. You know. Game plan going to be a little bit different, but when you're looking at guys like that, you're kind of trying to kind of gauge his arm talent, kind of gauge what throws he can make, mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Because they've been rolling with two quarterbacks, if I'm not mistaken, in that last game, Will may have taken more. Uh, Will
1: starting, Will starting against y'all ain't nobody rolling nothing. He healthy, He started. You no, know, I'm, I'm talking about last week against Atlanta. Last week, yeah. So DeAndre Hop, DeHop De, Hop, is what two years younger yeah. than you? Using 2011 draft, I think could have been yes. like, yeah, but sure, yeah. man before the game against Atlanta he wasn't really doing a lot Atlanta he had three touchdowns man what type of threat you know is D-hop still at this stage in his career and you guys have had a lot of battles too by the way right you know I know you had a lot of respect for him your Former your former teammate but what type of threat is he still he had four receptions for 128 three touchdowns so in one of my fantasy league before you answer the question Pat P one of one of the guys in our league had DeAndre Hopkins on the bench he gave the, he gave he Had 50 p- points on the bench from DeAndre Hopkins, and Damn. you already know he lost. Yeah, fantasy football, yeah, this, for this, sure. This first um,
2: game. no, you and you asked me
1: my thoughts on DeAndre, yeah, yeah. What type of threat is he? He because he's oh, he's man, pretty he's, much their primary, you know, passing uh, threat right now, yeah, you know I mean? for sure. So.
2: He's definitely uh, their number one receiver, um, for the most part. I feel like I mean D Hop is D Hop. You know, we all mm-hmm. know he's gonna catch the ball. He's Future Hall ball. of Famer in my yeah. opinion. He's gonna, he's gonna make the contestic uh contested uh catches. Um I just feel like now they're using they're utilizing him a little bit different than he was utilizing Arizona, in my opinion. They're moving him from left to right, they run him uh uh they put him in a slot, mm-hmm. they put him at number three, they put him at the bunch and uh, bu- uh put him at the point at bunch uh bunch formations. You no know, so they're moving him around or moving him around a lot more and also he's running a lot more route combinations than he did you know yeah. cuz when he was in Arizona he was always the X receiver so he ran like the slant or comeback or a go or dig if he gave you an inside stem majority of the time but now there in Tennessee they mm-hmm. kind of opening up his route tree a little bit more so that's what's making him in my opinion making him a little bit more dangerous to uh, to study for because, you know, Tennessee is implementing implementing that into his game um, thus far throughout the season. But like I said, we all know he's going to make, you know, the contested catch. We all yep. know that, you know, uh, he's a physical receiver. You know, he's a run after the catch type guy. Um, so we 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 all know that we have our hands full. And Thursday night it'll be here before you know it. And I'm uh, just going to come down to see how we mount up to the challenge.
1: And also, too, another guy you know you got to be mindful of is Derrick Henry. He ran for over 100 yards yeah. uh, last week against Atlanta. When you play against a guy like Derrick Henry, I mean, it's you got to have this mindset against any running back in the National Football League. But for sure, with Derrick Henry, you got to play what I call ant defense. Yeah, you know what? You know what ant defense is, Pat P. Hey, hey, everybody got to bite him. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, be that's in. That's not is? how. That's that's not how I. Explain what ant defense is. What is ant defense? Ant defense is when you drop a street crumb, a piece yeah, of crumb. everybody around them. You see how them ants attack that crumb? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, didn't, that- I didn't like how you sounded when you said it. I like my way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't like it. I wanted to say how I wanted to say it. <laughs> that's what ant defense but is. But I got
2: what you said. I got what yeah. you were
1: saying. Well, I don't know. My viewers and listening to the audience, you know, who knows. But that's what ant defense is. Y'all got to act like it's some street crumbs out there, man. Some ants. Man, they go attack that. What's wrong with you? That's a big street crow, man. That's a boy. Oh <laughs> but, yeah, but, but I know I saw that leg off, boy, because they their hearing ain't slowing down, none, boy. You talk about a, a, a massive running back. Yeah, you got to play that. You got eleven men to the ball. Eleven men to the ball. Eleven men mm-hmm. to the ball. Stop the run. Make them one dimensional. Make the rookie quarterback look like a rookie quarterback. Get back in the winning column. This is a very important ball game. You're currently yeah. four and three. You're undefeated in your division, so that's a plus. Yep. But you, this is a very, very important ball game because it's safe to say the Tennessee Tigers, they're just an in the way team. They're not a team that I believe has a legit shot to compete for their division to win it or better yet, get, make a post deep postseason run. At home against a rookie quarterback, this is a very, very important Every game is important, but this game, especially coming off a loss, is very, very important because this is a winnable ball game. Will Levis had a good game last week. It's time to bring him back down to reality, right? Bring them back down to reality. Make this man look like a rookie. Because like I said, they're in-the-way team. They're like a team where, you know, when you go in residential areas, Pat P, and you're driving, and you see the little speed bump because they want you to kind of be mindful of your speed, but you just go over, boom. You see it, but you really ain't respecting it. Right? That's what they are. They're, an they're in the way team. They're speed
2: bumping the residential I'm like area. You, I'm like you said, I don't want nobody picking up on I, this. Yeah, You yeah, said yeah. anything.
1: I'm just saying it. I mean, it is what it is. They're they're like an in-the-way team right now. They're, they're Jacksonville is the cream of the crop in the division. They're playing some pretty good football. That was a good thing that they did last week, but come on, it's home playing against a rookie quarterback. That's you got to find a way to get back on track. Hey, they might think y'all are in-the-way team, too. Who knows? Right? That's the mindset. At the end of the day, the game is played. On the field. So, got to yes, get back. Sir. And it's prediction time. Boz, <laughs> it's prediction time. You... <laughs> Boz, you ain't missing no field goal this week. That, that ain't going to be, you, on, my hey, gonna be on my watch. Thank you. That ain't going to be on my watch. So, this one, this, this. All right. We on a, we're in a 55-game drought. Eric, do a stat check on that. 55-game drought of not having 400 yards of total offense. I think it's 55 and counter Or 50. Mm. We're in the 50s. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm not just going to give us a score prediction. Nostradamus is going to give us true prediction. We're going to see an explosion of offensive production Thursday night. We're going to see similarities to what we saw during the preseason when you guys played against Atlanta. We're going to see efficiency in throwing the football. We're going to see... Sound production and running the football, and we're going to see a swarming defense, disrespectful guys doing disrespectful things. I want to see you cuss somebody out uh Thursday, Pat P. I you need you cuss somebody out. Yeah, I want to see you cuss. I need to see you, Pat P. Who last with the year when you played against the Arizona Cardinals, you cuss out the coach, you cussed out, you cuss out a lot of people. Now you ain't gonna be mic'd up now. If you mic'd up, well, the hell with it. Right, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking, I need to see that Pat P, I need to see the floor, I need to see- cause when you played against the Cardinals last year, Minnesota, that was pumping a Beach, Pat P, that was like <laughs> listening to Kodak Black came out, I'm like really throw it off right now, I got something on my mind that's personal. <laughs> Can I get that Pat P Thursday night, cussing folks out, getting people fired up, and flying to the football, that's all that. So if you need to listen to a, a Kodak Black song, whatever you listened to last year uh-huh. against Arizona, I need it. I know you. You're a nice guy. You really, you know, you go about your business. You know, you, you talk to people I didn't feel it with, but you still put in your work. No f all that. F that. F all, okay. Yes. Tell them to f off. I ain't talking to you today. Usually I'ma break bread with you and dap, I know you and D Hop cool. But now nah, f all that, bro. It's personal. It's personal. I need you to feel like whoever you going against, broke into your grandma's house and stole a TV. Damn. Gotcha. And, and you know, you know how much you care about your good grandma now. right or wrong now, Amen. no doubt about it. You hey, can't you. mess with you, cannot mess with grandma. Yeah, you stole baby. grandma TV and she only had one in the house, huh? What did you do that? Man, we got to fight, forget that. I got to fight, we got to fight right now. But that's why I need <laughs> you to go. I need to get there and I need to see it for four quarters because you do it. Everybody will be like, Pat Pia. Yep, I got too fired up, Pat, I'm talking too much. Let me shut up. (laughs) Let me get to the prediction. Prediction. All right, we're going to see at least, so ladies and gents, the the streak will be broken. We're going to have over 400 yards of total offense. I don't know how, but it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. Over 400 yards total offense, and the score going to be 26-13. 26-13, 26-13, okay. 400 yards of total offense. And 26. I'm okay with it because I'm not playing against Najee Harris, Warren, and my fantasy, so I can care less. I, and if I did, I don't care. Over 400 yards of total offense, 26-13, Pat P. I like it. And Pat he, pumping on beach, Pat P is going to be in attendance on the field. As long as we win. As long as we win. Win. Pittsburgh, 26, Tennessee Titans, 13 points, 400 yards total offense.
0: Pat
1: P, before I let you go, Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles. Man that, man. that hurt me bad. Sad news in the film, man. Lord. Hey, Kirk Cousins? Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about Kirk Cousins. See, Kirk Cousins don't make the all-look team. He the type of guy, if you had to pick somebody based on how they look in a uniform, you ain't picking him because he looked like he just put his uniform on as they give it to him. He ain't no alterations to his jersey, <laughs> his pants, his socks. He just put his little cleats be dirty. He don't have no clean cleats on. Yep. The helmet is ugly. I hate that helmet. But what he was doing this year, completing seventy percent of his pass. Yeah, and last year, but this year, boy, he been hot on. He been on. He he been hot as bacon grease. Seventy percent completion percentage. That's fifth in the league. 2,331 yards. That's second in the league in passing yards and first with passing touchdowns, eighteen. And he's been doing a lot of that the last few ball games without Justin Jefferson. He was going yeah. to get paid once again. He probably still going to get paid, but the right he was going, Captain Kirk was going to get 40-plus. Yeah.
2: Now nah, Kirk can play, man. And, you know, I had the opportunity in the, in, 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 to be his teammate for the last yeah. two Good seasons. Good guy, man. Good yeah, guy. great guy. You know, he does it the right way. Um, the game means a lot to him. His teammates mean, mean a lot to him. And, and just having you know lean lean by an example and being a man of a God being a man of a God mean a lot to him as well so yeah it was incredible being his teammates to see how he handled himself each and every day in a locker room on a day-to-day basis and um it hurt me it hurt it hurt it hurt me to my heart to see that happen um him tearing his Achilles um in that ball game because you know like you say he's he was playing at a high level at a very very high level MVP yeah. Um, type level, but no one would ever give him that type of recognition because I don't know. His name is Kirk Cousins. Yeah. But and he, yeah his exactly. stats are there. His production is there. Yeah. Stop playing but, with Kirk. Um, it sucks to see Captain Kirk go down with that uh, that, that Achilles injury. And that's a big blow.
1: Yes, to it is. Like his team for sure. No question. Well, Pat P, we're going to let you go. Hey, man, shots out. And thanks to all the fans that came out to the signing with me and Pat P. We really enjoyed. Taking pictures with you guys and, and and sharing some stories. Shouts out to everyone who I got chance to talk to in the stadium before the game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, saying good things about our podcast, all things covered. We got so many fans, so many listeners and viewers that have been consistently checking us out weekly and just just vibing with us, man. We really appreciate you guys. So Pat P, I don't, you didn't get chance to have that fan interaction like I did, man, in the stadium on the field. Was there were so many people saying, man, we watch the podcast, we love the podcast. Man, we appreciate y'all, man. We're going to keep doing what we're doing and having fun and doing. So, Pat P, Kodak Black in the locker room before you get out there because I need you to be pissed off. Gotcha. Cuss somebody out for no reason. I don't care. They don't want to see me win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Hey, (laughs) my one, Brickson. Over 400 yards. Pittsburgh won 26 13. Let's go. Thursday night football, Tennessee Titans. Don't meet us there, beat us there. Peace. Yes, sir.
2: Peace.